Booyakasha! We are back, baby. It's your boy, Joe, or Joey for all my German listeners. I have no idea why I have that nickname here. But we are joined here by my lovely co-hosts here of If You Can't Handle the Heat, the son of Hawaii himself, Mike Ma'a, in the house. Aloha mai kako, aloha mai kako. <laughs> and the most entertaining person on the mic in the sport of volleyball, he's here, the third co-host, my brother, Gage Worsley. Fire on out, okay? Yeah, that was What's up, boys? For, uh, yeah, that's that's awesome, Gage. Well, for, for anybody who doesn't know, the uh, I've been getting a lot of texts, and I haven't gotten all of them, but yes, my team, there was a corona outbreak, and uh, we're on lockdown here. So it's been quite an interesting past three days here for us. I know uh, I've been talking to Gage and Micah about uh, what's been, what their schedules are up to, but... Yeah, I've been on lockdown here. I don't know, for, for Gage and Micah, how your guys' season's been going over the past six days. <laughs> so, Gage? As, I don't know if you guys have noticed in the last month, but I haven't said anything about any of our schedule when it comes, are we practicing, are we playing? Um, I would like to inform you guys that I have been informed, the whole team has been informed not to say anything until something's final. Because but you're going I, to no, not not no, no. There is going to be but. a major. There is going to be a major, major announcement if the podcast. I mean, if, by the podcast, uh, if the announcement hasn't been released, um, when this podcast is released. Uh, so if you guys are listening, I can't really give the nitty gritty details of those as of right now. But very, very soon, expect um, some stuff, some action to be had. Uh, but I can't give any specifics. I wish I can could. Can I just I can. guess? Because I won't get in trouble. <laughs> I, I can't say yes or no, though. I'm guessing you're going to California. That is a guess. It, um, and I'm guessing you're going <laughs> at the end of February. Those are some guesses, for sure. Those are definitely you some You can guesses. say yes or no, no? No, I can't. You can I be like, oh, anything. you're actually right. No, I can't. How about I can't. we... If I, if we disclose we, information, oh whether it's me or I admit to it, how anything, about this? How about this? Am I right about either one of those things? I can't say anything. Oh, how my about God. how about we flip? Who a coin? is this guy? Or Dude, how about we I draw straws Charlie. in? If okay, I'll if say we have this. The, if I'll we draw this. the sh- if you, if we if you draw the short straw, you have to tell it. <laughs> I will say I'll say this. Uh, Micah is Micah. Is behind the scenes. He knows what's going on, and he knows everything. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Zill. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Mike. Um, I know, Mike. How, how's your season been going up to this point? Where, been, what are you guys looking like? You guys are get, getting ready for playoffs here soon, yeah? Yeah, we are. Uh, it's been pretty good. It's been smooth sailing for us, honestly. I think part of that has to do with the reason, or part of that has to do with that we don't test. Um, so ah, I mean, the French way. Yeah. We're, there's the German way and then there's the French way. Uh, so whether we have it or not, we're playing. We haven't missed any games since, um, Christmas break. Um, and it's been smooth sailing. So yeah, we're still going through. We're going to be, um, done with the regular season at the end of March. 
So we still have like seven or eight more games. Okay. Right on. Yeah. Right on, right on. You know, all right, we, we won't push Gage anymore because I don't want to get him in trouble with his coaching staff. But let's let's take it on over to our, our social media account, Gage. Uh, I, want, I want you to break down your opinion of how our takeovers have been recently on our a social takeover media accounts. Takeover recently? We get a lot of dms about that on our account uh to, to be frank with you joe quite ass to be honest we have people <laughs> like oh we'll take over yeah for sure for sure here's a takeover they post a picture of their food a picture of their dog a picture of their roommate and then they're just done like absolutely done and then the crazy thing is what you guys don't see behind the scenes again fat shout out to rattle parapunov he's the one in charge of the takeovers this is not his fault at all he says this is what we want to see Please make that happen for our fans. Be interactive, whatnot. And he literally is on phone calls with compliance officers so that their students can post what three stories like to the to the to our Instagram. Like, yeah, like there's some girls who like post like four things and like they're just done. I'm just like, bro. The whole point of this thing was to be interactive with the fans, show the fans what's going on there, and just just give them a different view on things. But it started off really, really good, but recently it's been complete. To be frank with you, quite ass. And ass, yeah. And it's like, and we're trying to be like, hey, like do that. this, like do this, do this. And it's just like, dude, what? Like, like we wanted them to be interactive. I don't know. I'll take. I should yeah. take it over one day. Screw it. Yeah. Maybe we, maybe we have I've to do takeovers, that. Takeovers. And I completely forget I'm doing the takeover. I've had some takeovers. I I'm the worst takeover person you could ever. Yeah, but there's people ask. who asked us to do it, Micah. Like they like, hey, can yeah. we do it? Uh, yeah. yeah and I've we're never, just like, yeah, yeah, I've absolutely. Never asked to do it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's definitely different. That's, yeah, oh, yeah, if I'm going to ask you to take over your account, I'm going to do a good job. Okay, but so yeah, that's good true. That's good true. There's two things I want to say. First of all, shout out to Danny Barton. Phenomenal. Uh, first of all, first team All-American. And she crushed just, it. She crushed the takeover. Absolutely crushed it. Phenomenal. If you haven't, so if she you takes haven't already, the, the first place. Yeah. Gage, but by the way, her, her last name is changed. Danny Drews. Also. Danny Drews. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Danny Drews. That's her. And second of all, it is harder. Mr. Steal Your Girl. Mr. <laughs> Steal Your Girl. <laughs> and second of all, um, it is kind of hard doing a takeover on a game day. So I think we should choose when it's not on a game day, you know? Because come from a guy who's, I don't want to do a takeover on a game yeah. day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, 100%. I want, I want to Some do people it. ask to do it on, they ask though. It's not like they've Say asked. no, oh, you're going to do an ass job. Yeah. yeah. I think it's should, way better to do it not on the game day. Yeah, hundred percent. Yo, Sorry, what, one other thing about social media: the uh, Mike and I, we have committed ourselves. Any club, any high school, any any team or whoever that wants Mike and I to come do like question and answer or come talk to the team, email us out of system eight hundred eight at gmail dot com or go to our any of our social accounts. Hit us up. Go to our website outofsystem.net, and there's a there's a little link there you can go and enter, and we will come and speak. We'll Zoom call you guys. We are looking to interact. Come talk to you about our brand. Come talk to you about volleyball. Whatever. Hit us up. Me and Micah. Uh, like I said, anybody who wants in the entire world, we don't care. We'll we'll come talk to you. Even if you don't speak English, we'll uh, we'll figure it out. Joe's, um, <laughs> Joe Joe is yeah. infamous for choosing giveaway winners that live halfway across the world. <laughs> He's like, I'm like, like, okay, let's go mail it. He's like, uh, Slovenia. I'm like, are you kidding me, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, can we, can we, can we get a brief break here to talk about the numbers game here and give fat love and shout out yeah. to everyone really quick, Joe? Speaking of Slovenia, again, yeah. mad shout out to you guys. Um, 
nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's just a little more pricey and a little more, uh, a little takes a little longer. But you know what? You guys are worth it. Um, so we've dedicated to all around the world. If we're doing a giveaway, we will. Our last winner was from Canada. So and what? And I'm all the way in Hawaii, so it's not close whatsoever. Um, but we got an email from. It's from uh, Pod Status, and basically what they do, they take your uh, your stats and they take the stats of all the podcasts out there, and they and they rank them, right? Or they rank them in most viewed. Blah, there's a bunch of categories, and we just got an email uh, this month and gave us our ranks of all of our podcasts via Worldwide Prestige Worldwide, and I'm gonna kind of go down a list here and explain the the ranking category or most listened to in each country, and this is what we got from them. In Slovenia, we're the number one volleyball podcast. We're the number one podcast, volleyball podcast in the United States. We're the number one in the Republic of Korea. We're the number one volleyball podcast in Canada. We're the number one volleyball podcast in Estonia. We're the number one volleyball podcast in the UK. Number one volleyball podcast in New Zealand. Number five in Australia. Seven in Germany. 76 in all of sports in in Slovenia. And no, no. Slovenia, we're number 76. All sports. In all sports in Slovenia. Seven in Germany? Yeah, wait no. Why are we so low in Germany? Yeah, exactly. And, and Joe, what was it? Well, one last thing, Joe. What are we number one ranked? We're number not number one. We're number what ranked in all of sports in the United States, Joe? Oh, we were trending at two hundred and two in in all no. sport podcasts. Yep. Yes. Yep. Seriously? Yep. Yeah. Oh this week my we were gosh! Trending at we topped the two hundred. I think I think we come like that'd be kind of crazy. Like, like I don't want to become a podcast where like all about the numbers, Volleyball? but like. But coming from us, just like thinking about it, like, like this is just like crazy. This is like yeah, kinda, like, what super are we cool doing? At the same time. Like, <laughs> why are people listening to this? Um, uh, so if you guys, if you guys are out there, if you guys are listening, and and we know we see that all the numbers, uh, we have uh, analytics from all our numbers where we don't, uh, uh, where we see where everyone's listening, and there's far more countries that listen to uh, other than those countries. So if you're in those. Damn. We'll make another podcast and give you a fat shout out there. And if you were one of those countries we just named, thank you so much. Speaking of worldwide, um, for our Joe, for our uh, and Micah, for for the docu series that we're doing, um, obviously I use music for the for the docu for the docu series, and it always gets blocked in these four countries. I think it's the funniest thing. I always get a I always get a a, a thing where it's like, oh, you got you partially blocked, and I'm like, what does that mean? Like my video is partially blocked. And since I use these types of mu- like music that are that are copyrighted, but I don't make money off it, so it's fine. There's like your your black territories are Cuba, Syria, North Korea, and Iran. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't think there's a lot of. Yeah, I don't we're think good with that. We're good <laughs> with that. Yeah, I can live with that. Uh, I, I just thought that's funny. Every time I see that, I just did crack up, just laughing. Um, so if you're in North Korea, Syria, Iran. Uh, I really apologize, and Cuba, I really apologize that my videos, you can't watch the videos, but if you haven't checked them out, again, we're dropping them pretty much every week here. Uh, if you live in those countries, email outofsystem808 at gmail.com, we'll personally send the video to you. That's true, because yeah. oh, they can listen to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Hit us up. I'll, That's I'll true. Send, like, a That's a good link. call. Um, and as well, hey, and, and one thing I want to talk about uh, before is our TikTok, Joe. Our TikTok, we've been getting a lot of good views on the TikTok. And uh, Joe, I want to give Joe. Mike and still Mike hasn't posted one video. It. I keep pushing him too. Mike, I'm coming. I'm saving him up. <laughs> Dude, I'm uh, I'm viewed as a as a a Jewish hater via TikTok for some reason. And that's my family's Jewish. You're Jewish. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Listen to this. Listen to this. Gage has been getting. So then you're safe. Hate. You're safe. Heat. Super. Super heat. Yeah. Yeah. So what Wait, happened? Really? Was, yeah. I'm not yeah. kidding with you. I'm not kidding. 
What? Joe, you want to get the breakdown of what happened? Joe, you, you can get the breakdown of what happened. So what did basically, you say? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I woke up to it because I wake when Gage goes to bed, I wake up and it really like when Gage is asleep, I just start getting all these notifications. Like, so I literally had a point where I had like 250 notifications. I went, I'm like, what the heck is going on, on TikTok? I open it up and it's literally this account. Gage posted a video on our TikTok of him like all the flags that he has in his room behind him and he just went around and gage literally like we these are just flags that he got like that he it's not like he went out and bought these flags like individual and individually and so these people saw some flag uh, there was some flags that they saw that they didn't like and then it was all of Jordan a sudden jumped. it got onto the all of a sudden it got onto the is israeli fyp page for you page and everybody's like where's the israel flag where's the israel flag and then all the Palestine, then it got on the Palestine FYP page. And then it's literally just these people talking horrible stuff to each other. And it, it literally has like 700, maybe, I don't know how many, it, it has like close to like 700 comments. Holy 700 comments? I'd say 90% of those comments. Are 769 like, right now. 769 oh comments. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Most of them are like, where's the Israeli flag? Where's the Israeli flag? Where's one guy's like yeah. called me a racist, like, where's your KKK flag? I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Because Palestine for yeah. those of you listening out there, Palestine and Israel not good. Not good relations. And my Jordan flag is the same exact thing as a Palestine flag without the star. But Jordan they, they don't mix up, so it's like it's okay. But some people are like, Oh, that's a Palestinian flag or whatever. And they were coming out. You should after have me. a gauge fun with flags presented by Gage Worsley, fun with flags. Do you, under, hey, do you there for was all those listening? If you watch Big Bang Theory, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, I don't know what you're uh, talking about. I apologize. About. You don't? No, not at all. Oh my gosh, you never seen Big Bang Theory? I mean, I've watched like two episodes, but it's not very interesting. Oh my thing. gosh. Okay, okay, oh never mind. Gosh, okay, okay, never mind. But hey, gosh, if, if, if you want to make it on my wall, like I had some Israeli guy before I posted that TikTok. He's like, hey, you need like an Israeli flag. I'm like, 100%. Like, I'll give you, well. I'll be. I'll give you the address and everything. You send flag here, and I'll literally put up on my wall because I. I would love to have a bunch of people. Just I mean, a bunch of the fans out there just sending me. Uh, so I literally have Oklahoma over my bed, and I've never even been to Oklahoma in my life. Mostly flags. We've been friends. to Oklahoma, uh, Joe. Yeah, yeah. You guys have, have, haven't you? Um. All right. Let's get, let's let's get back on track here with the volleyball stuff. Yeah. We're, we're starting. Right, we're right. starting to wander off a little bit. I have, I have a question for you guys that I I typed up earlier this week. Uh, just just different. Um situations that i've been in in my career i know and i'm sure there's tons of everybody who's listening to this podcast has been in a similar situation when a coach literally like will not get out of you he'll stand right next to you and will just comment every single thing in a practice for some reason you feel like he's just like watching you the whole practice or i want i want to ask you for you guys personally and then just in general for most kids like what is the best way for coaches to communicate to their athletes and do you, i don't know you probably have some stories like for me I cannot stand when a coach just sits there and like every single thing talking about, oh, your left thumb didn't finish through the ball or you didn't like what, the small, because then you start thinking about the most random things and then everything else just starts go, uh, starts kind of like fading off in a way. I, I want to get your guys' opinion on that whole thing because I don't know. I don't even, there was something that happened that made me kind of like, I'm like, I need to write this down. We need to talk about this on the podcast. I would say it's different depending on what you're doing so like if i were to be getting reps um i would want the coach to like give me one thing to work on and then yeah you can you can like consistently badger me about that one thing like yes no yes no like you didn't do it you did it you didn't do it you didn't um especially when you're learning a new skill but 
besides that, especially in live play, I just, yeah, how is that going to help? That's not going to help anybody. You're always going to be thinking about, you're going to be overthinking, you're going to be thinking about the last play, you're going to be thinking about yourself instead of like tactics or competing. Uh, our coach kind of does this a lot uh, right now in France, and he's killed two of our two of our um, young, talented players. Like they completely are scared of making errors. Everything that they do, he's badgering them, and doesn't really help anybody. I don't know anybody that it helps. So it does. That's dude, my take. The, on in it. the game, in game, it's the worst time to do that. Like in the game, you just need to make sure you give the most confidence to your players, give some tactical stuff. But you should not be talking about, uh, like technical stuff in a game. Like that's the last thing you need to be doing in a game. I, yeah, yeah. It drives me nuts. Like you said, it kills young players, and I've seen it. I've been on teams where it does the exact same thing. And I and when I'm like the leader on the team, I'll have to go and say like, "Hey, I feel like when I'm one of the leaders, like a couple, like on previous teams, I go tell the coach like, hey, you can't do this. Like we need this guy. Like just let him play. Let him play free, and we'll work on the stuff that we need to in practice. We don't need to be like psyching him out in the middle of the match." It drives sure. me nuts when I see that. I don't know about you, Gage. What your opinion is on that? Yeah, just I feel like as I've gotten older, and Hawaii does a really good job with this. Uh, I work with Milan the most because he works with Alberos the most. Just like when you work with, especially with just high level players or, or level players, just like you don't have to make it that complicated. You can make it simple. Like make it simple. Like work on this one thing. Like do this, and everything can kind of fall into place. You don't have to, as he says, reinvent volleyball every time you step out on the court. Or really, you don't have to change something. You know. Don't change if it's not broken. Be like, okay, you need to work on stuff, but keep it at the same time simple, right? Because if you like, okay, where's my, like I said, my pinky, it's like who the, who the hell cares where your pinky is? Just focusing on one main thing, everything else will start to kind of fall into place. And I, I remember there were times at the beginning of my career in Hawaii, I'd coach like Sam Hammond back, literally everything I'd do, something was said, something was said. And I was turning around, like, like people would like to have like dry threats or, or whatever, and like, oh, I would do that. I was legit close to just turning around. I was like, shut the hell up they got a serving pass whatnot i was like i was like it would literally get me fired up i'm like jesus i'm like guys shut up kind of let let me do my thing and also as a coaching standpoint joe we both i mean mike i don't know if you've done much coaching but from a coaching standpoint you see another kill you don't want to kill the confidence right luckily we're young and we're still playing we see it like we're still it's not like we're so it's like we played a while ago and we're so um it's like we forgot what it was like to be a player. We're still currently playing, so it's easier for us to kind of relate to the kid and be like, okay, what works for me? Let me kind of explain to you. Even if he's not the highest level player, baby steps. Just keep him here. You don't need to kind of like, oh, we'll do this and this small stuff, small stuff, small stuff. You need to do the small stuff, but not the, the tiny, tiny, tiny stuff. I think that's important to know. All right, let me ask you this, Gage. Like, what do you think, from what you described, it seems like like playing experience helps a lot. Do you think that playing experience for coaches helps or diminishes their ability to coach? Like later I think it road? depends on what level, right? If you reach a level, let's say if you're if you're an international level, right, you need to have experience international volleyball at some level. Like either been around it, completely understand it, and the best way of understanding something is playing it. It'll be very rare. I'm not saying you can't, but it's very rare. For you not to understand, for you to understand something and not have not to go through it, you know what I'm saying. I mean, you really have to have a mind for the game and been around it a very long time, right? For example, if you're a club coach or whatnot, and you try and reach those, there's just some stuff you just don't understand. Like you just don't understand, and and it's either the coach sees it or they're just like or they're just arrogant about it. I'm like oh no, no, like stuff like that. And I think that different levels but, call for different stuff. Yeah, but I think it's the same way backwards too. That a lot of 
club coaches are better at coaching those age groups than international coaches. Like, I think there's yeah. international coaches who would not be very good club coaches in, in from, like, a developmental standpoint because at the international level, especially at the high, uh, like high levels of club international uh, volleyball, it's, like, mostly about management and making sure that athletes uh, are just, like, ready to play at the end of the day and make it, putting the right lineup on the floor where sometimes they're, like, they don't really have a good understanding of how to develop players. And so that's... I think it goes back and forth. I think there's club club coaches who might not be like very strong, like high level international coaches because they want to over coach in a way and they over, and they try to like right uh, overstep. Where there's also like high level international coaches that wouldn't be very good like club juniors coaches just because they really haven't had to develop kids from like the the start of their career. I don't know. I, that, right. I think it goes both ways there. No, you're completely right because I, I thought of this as myself is because it's like it's two different styles of coaching, right? You're you're teaching teenagers versus now you're teaching professional, right? It's when it's when you're professional, it's more about the outcome, more about the big picture kind of thing. With the the youth game, it's more about the fundamentals and whatnot, right? Right. So it's not as much. For example, when you're in the youth game, you're like, oh, make sure you square up, whether at the uh, when you're at the the professional or high level college game it's put the ball where it needs to be kind of and i think that's what people understand and and can we talk about a a a misconcept here i think we can all agree with this is a big misconcept for for club players going into the college level uh going into higher ranks or the international college level is that in college or whatnot a lot of the coaches will teach you to be better and and what you got to understand is that when you reach a higher level, like Joe said, they become more of a manager rather than a coach. You'll see a lot of programs, the assistant coaches do most of the coaching, right? So you can't, and it's very rare. Luckily at Hawaii, we have a great system um, with, our, with our three coaches, right? They each specialize in each one. Um, and well, I'm very fortunate, but if you go to a lot of programs, people are like, yeah, I just didn't learn anything from this guy. It's a lot of the times, the environment's going to shape you rather than the coaches themselves, like I said. And realize, like, don't come into thinking. And, and you may get put in a great place where he's very, the coach very, he or she is very, very, like, he, very hands-on, very this. But a lot of time, they're just managers, literal managers. And the assistant coach runs it. And if you don't get put with a good, good assistant coach, it's not a good situation a lot of the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think all of us have been in situations where, I mean, UCLA, you had a good coaching roster. Um, Hawaii has a good coaching roster. Long Beach has a good coaching roster. But I, I mean, BYU always has a good coaching roster and so on. I'm not – I mean, Pepperdine. Usually is what you exactly, Pepperdine, exactly. Right, you'll see always a good strong assistant at, in those or a really, really high up head coach who's very hands-on. And I think that's what when – you, when you guys are trying to reach the next level – Make sure you understand that. Don't expect, okay, it's going to be the same exact as club because it's not. They're now managers, and I think that's why, that's why it's different coaching styles. Um, and I think it's important to have a very, me, very strong assistant coach. 100%. 100%. Michael, let me, let me ask you. We had a, uh, we had a coach uh, on a staff of one of the top NCAA programs. I'm not allowed to say who. They asked me to remain anonymous, but I'm just going to say that. A coach from one of the top NCAA uh volleyball staff men's or women men's okay um right in asking um what's a coach's method or comment or lesson that that you've been given that you didn't appreciate then but appreciate now Ooh. 
from your dad, from Sprague, I don't know, from UCLA, Sprague, if there's anything that you recall that you're like, ah, that annoyed uh, you? Oh, okay. So my dad, <laughs> I always appreciated the stuff that I got from my dad. Yeah. Um, so that one, it really fit into the category. Same with Coach Charlie, who was my assistant coach. Um, we were always, like, super appreciative. Now, when I went to high school, um, it was a lot more a lot more playing than, I, than we were used to because we, we never played. We never scrimmaged. We never played sixes. We never competed. Um, and I think back then, I didn't realize the – the benefit of the competition aspect of, of a practice. I was like, why don't we just get reps? And then like when we play, like we're, we do everything perfectly and like it goes well and then we win. Mm -hmm. Um, but like those practices were some of the, the funnest practices I've ever had because we would go at each other. We'd talk to each other. Kupono Fei was on the B side for a lot of that time. And he would like rallied the troops and would come at us every day. Um, we had a few drills that, like, we would just look forward to throughout the whole week or throughout the day um, and get after it. And I was always like, this is really fun, but are we getting better, you know? Because I'm always, like, debating if live play, you really are getting a lot better. Um, I think it's important, but I think it should be secondary to individual work. I still believe that. Just because you get, say you get one high out-of-system swing in 25 points as an outside and in like five minutes we could have you do a hundred of them um you just get more bang for your buck if you're a setter like maybe you get one long distance set that you have to set back when it, when you're working in the gym alone you could do 50 of them in five minutes and be done um so i didn't realize that but now that i'm looking back on it i realize like one is extremely fun and i think that's it a huge part of volleyball, especially when you're in high school. Two, I think it, like, enthusiasm is something that's super important in life. Um, and it, like, just bred an enthusiasm about our practices that, like, bled into, um, one, the rest of our life, the rest of our day, but also the rest of the practice. Um, and it, like, lifted our, our level of competition. I think competition always pushes you further than you can do it by yourself. Um, so that's a super long winded answer to what I appreciate now, um, yeah. from, from something that I didn't realize was as important as it is back then. Yeah. And I think Gage and I, that's awesome. Like, that's something really interesting to think about. I think Gage and I, there's similar stuff because for us, it was always our, for sure stuff from our dad that we didn't realize till like, even team I'm playing on now, I'm like, there's so much that we did then that. I'm like, when I'm being a coach, like I need to make sure that I instill those because I didn't realize like how effective it made our team when in club volleyball and how like just our discipline we were and our system was so strong. For me, it was how long we served and passed every day in practice. Like my dad was always like, we like it is, he always said it, like everybody says it's the most important part, but coaches, when they design practice, I'm like, it doesn't seem like it's the most important part because we haven't served and passed the whole entire week. Um, at times. And so for me, like my dad, he would say it and then you would see it in our practices, 30 to 45 minutes a day, each practice serve and pass. And that's something for me that I will hundred percent when, when I get to a point where I want to coach and stuff, like I, I definitely realized that I think down, I, I realized it was important at that point, but not till you kind of go and have other experiences. Do you realize how important the other 
is middles out of system setting sometimes. There's some middles who are really shout out. I know he listens. Nemo on our team, uh, my middle for here in Germany. He's a freaking Nehemiah Motte. But I, I'm just gonna say in general, I don't think middles should be setting the ball. And my dad is a huge advocate for that. And he would yell. He would, he would jump on every middle's ass for setting the ball. Like we had a very disciplined system about who set. Um, and I really appreciate that now, especially more than ever, after I cracked my head open from a middle setting. So, I don't know, Gage, if you had anything that you wanted to add on to that. No, I mean, we, we have the same dad, so it's, we have pretty very we have pretty similar <laughs> to identical experience. And, and the same college coach. So a very identical <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, experiences there. But I don't know. I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that you don't, you know. Uh, like I said, I think the service team, you bring up a really good point, is – that's so yeah. crucial, you know, and it definitely, that's literally my job. So, um, just putting that is super crucial. Yeah. Okay. I, I told, I told the boys that before we got on, I wanted to give a decent amount of time for questions cause we got a lot of good questions, but first I want to remind everybody, go Gage, what's up? I just want to say one more thing about coaching. One more thing about coaching. It's something I've noticed. Okay. It'll take, take 20, 30 seconds is if you're a young coach out there, or if you're just a coach in general, this is coming from a player's perspective. A lot of people want to overcoach and change stuff to a player's game, and I think you guys can all relate to this, um, for validation reasons rather than for the reason of helping the player out. Right? Sometimes the best thing for a player, like for example, if I see a guy struggling to my left here, I don't need to hate turn your hips to your left or something like that. Turn your, like, if you see a, he's a good passer, you just say something just to kind of calm down, maybe let him be a little, kind of figure it out, you know. A lot of people, I feel a lot of coaches try an overcoach to validate themselves so that they feel like they're doing a good job. And I think it's hard being a coach, and I think it's hard being a newer coach, and I think that's just something to keep in mind, uh, just from a player's perspective, and this is something I've kind of noticed. Um, so that's that leads to a lot of overcoaching when there doesn't need to be any. Sorry, Joe. Let's go to questions. Let's hit the questions. Yeah, well, we're gonna, we're gonna go. Okay, basically, I asked. We're only gonna answer questions that we haven't heard before, and we want to hear some like super good questions. Like really test us here. So we're gonna rip off these as much. We have a bunch yeah. of them. Uh, some relate to volleyball, some don't. But I, I like the ones that don't a lot of times. Uh, first question: that's Seth Parrish. Parrish. Worst, Worst noise, noise complaint, complaint you've, you've ever had, had if, any. if any. I have a pretty good one. Let's hear it. I was in, it. I was in the dorms, um, and my roommate was banging on the walls. Had come home from a late night, uh, <laughs> late night on the town, as as people say, and he starts banging on the wall. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Our roommate or our neighbors start banging on our walls, because I apparently he was being too loud and like talking or yelling. I don't know what. And so he then he starts banging on their walls and he won't stop. So then they come and knock on our door, and it's two, it's two girls, two uh, women, two women, <laughs> and one of them, like, is going, it's like going crazy. Uh, both Asian women. I don't know if that has anything to do with the story, but then um, they're both like small, and I'm behind, and I'm filming Dave, uh, my roommate, no names, my roommate, who's <laughs> now confronting them. And he's opening the door and he's talking to him. He's like, hey, like all this stuff. He's giving him a bunch of stuff. And I'm videoing and she's like, you can't video me. And I'm like, yeah, I can. Like, I'm in my room. Like, you're the one that knocked on my door. I can video from in my room. Like, you could leave if you want. 
And she's like, you can't video me. And she rushes in after me. And Davis, oh, Lord, bleep that out. And they, grabs her <laughs> and chucks her out. He chucks her out. And she, and she like, flies out. And she's like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, you can't come in our room. Like, this is our private property or something like this. We're trying to be all, like, smart about it now. <laughs> so, Figure turns out they, they go and get the RAs. We're up, like, super late at night. I actually have a video. It's hilarious. Um, it's, like, 4 in the morning, and there's, like, six of us in our room, like, trying to have, like, a like a talk about why, like, her, sorry that we hurt your feelings and, like, trying to apologize to each other. But we actually ended up getting a noise complaint. We had already gotten a lot of complaints that year in the dorm from the RA. So what they did was they locked me out of my email. And your email is like, or like your UCLA account is how you do everything. I don't know how it is for Hawaii, but like you sign up for classes. You like check your grades, like all your, your classes are on there and you have to do everything. I was so upset because I was like, I didn't do any of this. And they made me write a letter to apologize. Me, not Davis, me. I, and, and she called me in. She's like, you're the one that's in trouble here. Like, you could you could go to jail for filming people without their consent. Um, And I was like, what am I? So they locked me out. I didn't, I didn't tell anybody. Summer comes, and I'm like two weeks late for enrollment. And, and our assistant coach calls me. And it's like, hey, like, what's going on? Why the heck haven't you enrolled? And I'm like, oh, I haven't been, I haven't been able to get onto my account for like, Two and a half months. Actually, no, it's summer. It's like four months. And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And I told, I told him, I was like, "Coach, like, I'm not, I'm not doing like they wanted me to do community service." And I'm like, "I'm not doing community service." And if that means that I don't sign up for class and I transfer to UH because I can't sign up for classes, then that's what I'll, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "I'm dead serious. I'm not doing, I'm not doing community service." I wrote the letter. I wrote the letter they wanted me to do. I'm not going to do like five, 10 hours of community service. If they're going to keep me locked out, that's fine. I won't sign up for classes and I'll be transferring to Hawaii. And he's like, oh my God. So he ended up, this is a ridiculous, if you know me, I get stubborn about weird things and I'm like, no, yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm <laughs> yeah. not doing it. Like no matter what, <laughs> if this means that I don't go to college anymore and I, my volleyball career is over, so be it. But I'm not doing community <laughs> service. And so they ended up like calling somebody and like letting me into my account and I signed up and I didn't have to do the community service, but that was a long answer too, but that's a good story. I thought that was, that's super good. Yeah. We, we had a lot I'll, of, we had a lot of funny I'll keep nights in like, the dorm. Dude, you, I can imagine just knowing oh you Oh my word. I know <laughs> for, for, I'll keep so mine 30 ridiculous. seconds and then the other questions we got to rip through. But basically, Brandon Ratcher and I, we were roommates, and the first night of our new apartment my junior year, we're like, let's have a couple people over. So we invite just a couple people, and every single person brings like five to six people. So our apartment is just packed, and we, we literally just have all old people around us. And th- this is our first night in the apartment. Three, oh, with And within like 30 minutes, we just hear like the loudest banging on our door, and we're like, frick. We knew right away it was the cops. Then we go outside, and they're just livid, and they're going out, and we're like... and. Ratche was, you know, he was, <laughs> he was definitely, he, he was, was fired up. Finesse. Yeah, he was fired up. Let's say that. He was a little fired yeah. up. And uh, it was just not a good interaction. But <laughs> oh, Lord. we, everything was okay. And uh, it was a nice, we handled it all right. We handled it all right. 
But all right, we gotta rip through these other questions. We got a bunch of them. Uh, Zev Love asked who win who would win in a fight, and I would say for sure Micah or Gage. I'm not even in conversation there. Definitely Micah. Micah's stronger than any of us. Yeah. Gage would have the better shot between us, but yeah, it's, right. I I think Micah. Um, what does Micah's stash Gage, look like? Gage is pretty thick. It, yeah. I prefer thick, not thick. Thank you very much, Micah. <laughs> With an F, thick. <laughs> Leba Woodrow, Crickets. Gage, you ask you. Gage, you answer this. Leba Woodrow asks, "What does Micah's stash look like in person?" Uh, bodacious. Super solid. It's super sick. Well, <laughs> it means solid. he has a different stash every week. It's different, you know. Everyone. That's what Zana's attract. That's that's Zana, what Zana's does most Zana like that? to. Yeah. Does Zana like that? Yeah, it's her favorite future. It's her favorite future of mine. I thought you said future. I was like young. What? Future. Yeah. Feature? What is the feature? No, future. Never mind. Yeah, feature. It's feature. Yeah, my favorite. It's her favorite feature. <laughs> Young Ludi asks, "What is the most savage thing you have said or have heard said to a ref?" Oh my god. Micah, for sure. You got to say the most savage you've heard from that guy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have no, dude. I, Gage? Words that, like, you have no idea. Just terrible. Come on, Micah. I have something, too, that's really terrible. No, like, ridiculous. Like, like, terrible. Talking about the ref's mom and, like, it's always about the mom. Crazy stuff. The Europeans always, it's always bringing the mom into it. Yeah. And it's, like, horrible stuff about the mom. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, Gage, we have Slovenian listeners. They definitely know what you just said, so. That's fine. (laughs) Well, then, now you guys know. Like I said, they, like I said, they're um, always in, so they'll know. It's not like they never heard it before. Oh, no, it gets way worse than that. Way worse than that. Jacqueline Joe says, would any of you consider transitioning into pro beach after your indoor career? I think every, Yeah, I think, we would. I, I think everybody I would. would consider it. I think. I don't know if I would, Gage I don't, I, I, I don't want to be an AVP player, no. But if, I'm not okay, saying Gage. watch it be watch it happen. Gage is too cool. Happen. No, that's not it at all. I just don't like. And beach. what's funny is that Gage has played the most beach out of uh, all whoa, of us. Whoa, whoa, whoa! For sure, Gage. You oh yeah, exactly. So I, Gage, you went to live with the Marklins, okay, and true. you played for USA exactly. Beach. We've I never done that. So why is that? So I know. So out of all people, yeah. I would know. I will, we'll watch it happen in the future. That'd be crazy. That'd be kind of funny. Full time out of system. Charles. <laughs> Charles Dickus asks. What to do when one of your teammates makes you want to risk it all on the court with a kissy face? So I, I, I will say that to, I've never been attracted to one of my teammates. I will say, I'll have to say I that. Have. I think Gage Gage can answer. Oh yeah. yeah, I've been attracted to many of my teammates. Fat shout out to the sexy OG member of Out of System, Max Rosenfeld. The juice, the juicy, juicy fruit. No, I, I mean I never actually like actually sexually been attracted to any of my teammates, but if uh. For team chemistry, I wouldn't go down that path. Uh, <laughs> it make for an interesting locker room scene. And but hey, if he's down and you're down, bro, and the team's I guess okay with it, then man, you freaking go for it and you risk it all. Yeah. And you. The other thing is, the other, I say you always risk it all. <laughs> all in. <laughs> the other thing that referring to this is we only play with guys and we're all straight and so. That's another like part we of it too. That like it's not like we're it's hard swim, to answer for us. swim and we're doing a swim cest as they call it. It's like that's what they call it, swim cest. <laughs> so we can't really, yeah, yeah. Boxes are briefs, boys. 
Boxers. Briefs. Brief. Uh, which one are the loose ones? Boxers. Bro. Boxers. Loose, boxers. Bro. I'm a loose. I like it loose down there, man. I like freedom. Bro, I hate hate boxers. Bro. <laughs> Fruit of the Loom. I wore them like flyers. in like the fifth grade, like one time, and I was like, I'll never wear these ever. The again. amount of complaints I've gotten from like my loose boxers, like they're almost the length of my shorts. My loose boxers with my cojones just flying about in those things is people still wear boxers. I wear boxers, bro. I want to know if people still wear those. What do you mean? Like people that are growing up, I don't see them. Oh, maybe are you looking at little life. kids growing up in underwear, Micah? How would you How would you go about this study? I just feel like no. I've never seen them in a store. Well, you're not going to the right stores then. You don't go. To, you obviously don't go to Target, bro. Yeah, I guess bro. not. What is uh? Yeah, I'm not a big right. Target guy. What is, what what's the most underrated player you've played against in NCAA? What's underrated? Ooh, most underrated player. That's um, a good question. <laughs> I'm trying to think of somebody who went off against us. That. Ethan Siegfried. Uh, I might, Nick Amato. Nick Amato. Yeah, Nick Amato. Nick Amato's up there. I was going to say Arvis Green. Arvis is pretty hype. Arvis Green. Really? I thought so. I feel like that guy didn't get his respect. He okay. didn't get on any, like. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe but I'm missing But, dude, Nick on. Amato for sure. Nick Amato's sick. Um, gosh, there's a lot of them. TJ DeFalco. The good teams always have. The good teams. <laughs> The good teams always have like so many re- role players that you don't realize that do so much for them. Yeah. Like the Bjarn Hoos or like uh, Emmett Enriquez. Who's There we go. Big Emmett. Shout out to oh, the Enriquez. They, all the Enriquez brothers actually. I'd like to give a shout out to all the Enriquez brothers out there. They don't get no respect, bro. Yeah, was... Mhm. Uncle's fishing. All right. The next question is uh, uh slightly ridiculous. Um, Peyton M. Glass is Joe jealous of the of Gage and Micah's relationships, and would he be in one if the girl was good? That's the next question. Uh, oh yeah, baby. Hear it. Every day, I'm just so jealous, all the time. <laughs> no, I I'm not jealous, and I would I be in one? I if it's the right fit, yeah. That, I, that's what I always say. But I I would I don't know. Let's Joe, can I add something to that? I think that you yeah. experiencing Joe, uh, Micah and I's relationship, right, because obviously with the long distance and everything has kind of deterred you away from it. Not that we have bad relationships, but there's a lot of stuff, burdens, and just stuff you have to go through and, like, figure out, and it adds stuff that's harder. So I think it's actually done the opposite, possibly the opposite for Joe. Um, okay. He's like, why would you go through this? But, I mean, if you love someone, you do what you got to do. Continue, Joe. Katie Haley asks, what's one thing you wish you'd heard from a college coach or hadn't heard before college? Gage. Hadn't heard? heard I don't know. Or hadn't heard. One thing you heard or I mean, hadn't heard. My college Is there something that you wish Charlie told you? I mean, Joe, I mean, we. I knew everything about Hawaii because you were there. There was nothing that, there's no yeah, smoke and mirrors there that I, I knew everything. There was nothing, I, I don't know that, I, I don't care about not hearing anything. I mean, there's nothing like that. I mean, that's a good question. I just I just don't think I'm the right guy for the answer to that. Micah? Anonymous. Gonzo. We'll go we'll go next question here. We'll go next. We got uh Um Jesse Lecombe asks why are so many volleyball coaches uh and band directors bald? 
so many volleyball coaches. I don't know because they lose all their hair from stress. My dad's Dude, bald. That's actually that's a good that's a good point. They might yeah they lose their they lose their uh, they lose their hair from all that stress. That's true. I never thought about that. Some Micah, your dad's bald. bald. Micah, your dad's bald. Why are all band directors or? Well, that's right, Uncle Pono. Yeah, yeah. both of our dads. Kind of. Of why uh, why a lot of coaches are bald. Yeah, it could be some stress for sure. But then again, like there's a lot of more stressful positions. I feel like being a chef is one of the most. I feel like you're just living in oh, stress. Hundred yeah. um, percent. I'm sure being a police officer sometimes can be like the most stressful job too. A lot of them are bald. Um, no, not a lot. A good amount. A lot of coaches are bald. Uh, I think. I think it. I, I'm not. I'm not joking. I think it's the more prominent coaches that are bald. I think a coach that's bald stands out more than a coach that's not. Because when yeah. I when I in my head I'm thinking about the coaches that I've worked with. I've only worked with one, two bald coaches. My dad and Spraw. Like Shibuya. And Uncle Raj. Yeah, it, no, I wouldn't even say that he's bald. Yeah. Oh, have you seen him lately? Have you seen he's like Spraw and my dad and Tui? Okay. It's like razor. True. My dad. I always ask my dad why he doesn't shave his hair off. He's like. I just like to go wherever nature intended me to go. Like, okay. <laughs> That's a fact. I like that. Dad, answer. you hairy beast. You do your thing. <laughs> Fast shout out to Ryan. All right, we'll go, two, we'll go two more questions here, and we'll wrap it up. We got one from the one and only Zana Muno. Ooh-wee. Who wins 2v2, Gage and Jenna or Zana and Micah? Ooh. Yeah. Let's let it's Joe, Joe answer court. this. Cause Joe, I think they would win that because like, you guys have way more offensive power. And like we have no blocking whatsoever. Yeah, I would say I would say Mike is on. If it's Beach, yeah, Mike is on. I'd go. Yeah. Grass would yeah. have a shot though. Grass would have a shot. If yeah, I'm, maybe. I'm just back. We should make that happen surge, though. I guess. We should yeah, make we'd that. We both happen. be bombing. Should make it happen. I'd bomb serves at Jenna, and you'd bomb serves at Zana. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I would take us because I think Zana. Dude, I think Zana could pass her. yours a little bit better than Jenna could pass mine. Yeah, she just said her. But she, hey, but I she said she used to have a good ball. I'd just be out there, be like, Jenna, let's freaking go! Like out there for like four hours, pass the effing ball. Honestly, it oh wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even be about the ball. It would be who breaks first, who quits <laughs> no. first. Like what girlfriend quits first? <laughs> the relationship is like this like, is not worth it. Like I'm not playing with you ever again. This <laughs> just gets so bad. <laughs> That's a good yeah. point. I'd, I'd put my money on you guys for sure, though. Yeah, I'd say we'd Last question. Know. Yeah, I would, I would say Mike Azana. Last question. Alexis Karpoliuk asks, have any of you went... Okay, let's talk about when you guys were single. Have any of you guys went to a tournament and saw a hot girl and just played better or worse? And I think the answer is yes to both. <laughs> uh, yeah, Joe. <laughs> I think I that's... Remember. You guys talk I about this that's... one. I'm not getting in trouble for anything. No, I mean, nah. in general, like, does Zana even shot. listen to the show? She used to. I, I ran. Yeah, South Zana Carolina. hates on this. Show. She's like, yeah, she the hates worst our show. show ever. She hates. She, yeah, she, 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 she said that. She, she said that it gets better. She said that it's gotten better and that she does listen to them on her drives. Really? Hey, Zana, fat shout. So, babe, I saw I've never clip. seen any anyone good looking <laughs> at any tournament. I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. I realized 
I always thought I was like I, I I was a senior, and then I didn't realize like well, how do I put this? I didn't realize that like you could play well a sport, or for example volleyball, and like girls would be like attracted to that. And like I never really saw oh you're a really good volleyball player. That's how I'm, like really attracted to to like my senior year of high school. I remember there was like two or three girls. I remember I was balling out at a tournament, and I just caught them staring at me. And I was like, I was like, whoa! I was like, that's so that's how. And then they like, it was it was just kind of weird vibe. And I never talked to them or anything like that, um, because I because I actually canceled out girls my senior year after an incident that happened mid mid through the year. I was like, I'm done. I'm done with this shit. That's that's story for another time. I literally I was like, I I hate I hate this and I'm done. I hate chicks. I turned into Joe for like a semester. And uh, it's in there. It's in no, your DNA. It is. It just, uh, just a little glimpse there. But, yeah, I, just, I remember I saw that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. But um, I forget the question, but, yeah. Oh, played better? I don't know. I mean, I was I was balling to begin with, so. I think I, I play know. worse when, I, when I'm when i focused on the stands at all. Yeah, I don't think anyone's really. Well, for yeah, me, no, I, but I go either, and pump the stands unless, up. Unless though. somebody in the stands makes me upset. If somebody like yeah. dude, every then you punch time, him. Then we know that you go punch him. No, shut up, bro. <laughs> then we then you go fight him. Oh my, my god. god. <laughs> no, but seriously. And then like, you get your family's backup. When any, <laughs> when, when, any when any crowd like ch- trash talks me, I do so much better. I play so much yeah. better when I'm angry. Yeah. So much better. But dude, no, like in warmups, you're okay. You weren't. You weren't even. Okay, I shouldn't bring that up. Um. <laughs> yeah. So. Pretty much, yeah. Come on. What, what were you going to say? You could say it. No, I was just going to say, like, even in high school, like, you weren't single Never. either. So I'm like, oh, like, you show up to a high school game and, like. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, I've always been. I've always had a girlfriend. Yeah, so it's like. Dude, red flag, I know our bro. team, our. Because. Uh, you, like, you yeah. definitely take notice. Like, in warm ups are, the no be- are the time for, for like, um, what's the word? What? Where was I going with this? Warm-ups are the time to, like, show out for, for the girls in the crowd for the single men. <laughs> On the bench, warm-ups, warm-ups for They're sure. They're like, oh, here we go. Like, yeah, the, like, I, I've i seen it before. I've seen it you done ever, before. You ever see, ever had those teammates, like, at timeouts when you guys had to go pepper, and they, like, they're, they're next to the student section, and they're just going hard AF. Like, they're, like, going so hard at peppering and, like, Honestly, diving no and laying idea. out for, like, the fans. You never seen that? I mean, I've been a bench warmer for one year. So I get it. Like some guys are just going super hard, you know, doing push-ups beforehand to make their muscles look bigger, and they're just like going super hard, trying to like good as possible. It's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Oh, All right, boys. That's a good question. That's it for the questions, and I want to st- and I want to again emphasize this. We are going on the sickest tour in the history of tours. There's not been a sicker tour than where what we're doing this summer. We're literally hitting up. I feel pretty confident we're going to be able to announce where which tournaments we're going to be attending very soon. We're looking there. We're we've started solidifying which clubs we're going to be stopping at to run camps, clinics, fans' houses. We're going to be stopping at. If you guys want us to come to your club or stop in your town, email us out of system eight hundred eight at gmail.com or go to our website outofsystem.net. There is a place for you to enter all your information and please let us know. We are we continue to build our community and we're fired up for this. How do we um, forget about this? I just want to say. Oh, it's too late. Good. No, Brady. Say it. Brady winning say seven. It. Where does that Dude, put that him in your unbelievable. in your uh, sport? What is it? Sportsman? Sportsman? I say he's the. I say time? top. He's top the greatest. Greatest. What the hell? 
um, from the major, from the major, uh, uh, like top major leagues, like the top four leagues: NHL, NBA, NFL, MLB. He's the greatest champion. I, I'm not necessarily gonna say that he's the greatest like athlete. Not Bill Russell. But he's the greatest. Dude, for what what Brady's done, I don't know. More than any franchise, he's been to more yeah. than any franchise by himself. Yeah. Yeah, football's. I feel like football is harder to win because you have so many football guys. Is hard, definitely harder football is harder to win. Football is definitely harder to win. Injuries? One game. Are you kidding me? One game in the playoffs. It's one you don't game. Get seven games. Yeah, it's definitely harder to win. And, and for, and for, I was gonna say for them at in New England, literally having the last, they never had like really good draft picks. They never like the way they built yeah. their team. I don't know the way he's able to win with the guys he had. I don't know. I obviously I'm a huge Joe Montana fan and. I think he's one of the greatest of all time, but just and obviously the other piece of it is that I've watched Brady now for a while now, and I see like how he goes about things, um, and I still think Joe Montana is one of the top champions of all time in in my eyes. But to do what he did, what he's done, like more than any franchise, he's been yeah, to more Super Bowls. It's ridiculous. Let's Joe incredible. Montana reminds me a little bit of like a Kobe Bryant. Like the way yeah. he did it was just even more phenomenal than what he was doing. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think Tom Brady is the greatest football player of all time. Uh, now, I think it's I think it's hard to say that he's like... I think he is. I think he's the greatest... I would say he's like the greatest... Cha- like, most successful. Because it's hard to say, like, when you look at some of the athletes, just like the sport of football, I don't know. I don't. That's why I always hesitate, like, saying that he or a quarterback is like the greatest football player because... From an athleticism standpoint, you know what I mean. Like I, I think it's the same no, with volleyball. It's like it's hard mean. to say. It's hard to say like a setter is the best player of all time because you have these Ooh, like other athletes. Setter. I don't. For I, sure. I don't know. It's it's difficult. I don't know. It's just no, weird no, for no, me no, to for say sure, that. It's hard for. for sure. Yeah, it's hard to compare him to Lawrence Taylor or like you know like a linebacker. Yeah. Like what do you? Who's gonna? Who's better? But I just think a quarterback has so much. Man, the quarterback is the leader and just does so much for a team. Hundred percent. That's why I think I he's think the greatest champion. That's why I say that. Like his ability to win is the greatest. Yeah, it's that's insane. what I. It's insane. So, we uh, like I said, Mike and I were looking for also clubs and stuff to do Zoom calls with over the next couple of weeks. Let us know any teams, high school team. We don't care. We'll we'll come talk to you guys. Question answer. Talk about the brand. Talk about everything. Let's hit it up. Gage, why don't you take us out here after this wonderful? I think I love this episode. It was phenomenal. You guys are the, the light of my life. I got nothing going for me. Like I said, I can't officially announce anything. Um, Micah is behind the scenes. He knows what's going on. But other than that, I'm not going to solidify anything. And if you want a flag in the room, just text us or DM us and send us an email. We'll uh, give you the address. I got to sneeze really quick. Wait. Okay, now I don't well, have to. While Gage sneezes, also, hey, Make sure you guys share, review our podcast. We we're climbing to the top, baby. Out of system to the top. Let's make this freaking big time. Let's get in the. How are we? How is volleyball in the top? How's that happening? Just top a lot two, of it. It has Almost to do the top two hundred. It has to do like every week, like when we post. That's when we get like the trending numbers, and so like right after you post, it depends how how okay. many downloads and stuff you get. Okay. And so it's like. That's when it's like when when as when we post, that's when we get our numbers and seeing how it ranks against how after all the others posted, and so okay. that's what it comes down to. So we were when we were trending, we were in that area, so crushing oh yeah, it, brother. baby. 
That's so sick. Yeah. All right, boys. Um, always a pleasure hopping on a call with you, boys. Uh, Joe, make sure you stay inside. Micah, make sure you guys keep climbing the French poles. I don't mean that in the way that they kind of came out. I apologize for that. And Gage, I'll just keep my mouth shut on everything that's happening this season. But stuff will be announced very soon um, for Hawaii, I assume. And just remember, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the damn kitchen. This has been another episode presented by Out of System.